0: Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfitter I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. rabbi. It seems that when we think about the Torah's message and messaging and values for how we use our money, that most people would think about tzedakah. That giving to others is the Torah's primary concern in terms of how we use our money, at least in terms of output. And that's certainly not false. It's obviously a very real and high priority. It infuses every single holiday, having its own unique way of giving tzedakah. And in fact, the Gemara comments that Stam Mitzvah, that when the Torah refers to the word Mitzvah without any kind of description of what that Mitzvah is, that it actually is referring to tzedakah, to the act of giving. And yet, there is a strong messaging in the Torah about how we use our money in a holy way that we should make sure to buy plenty of wine and chicken. Not to give the wine and chicken away to others, but actually the wine and chicken to be purchased for our own consumption. This is part of the Torah's campaign that Shabbat and holidays be fabulous. So much so, in fact, that the money that we spend on food for Shabbat and holidays, and feel free to substitute donuts and ice cream for chicken and wine, So important is it to the Torah that Shabbat and holidays be beautiful and delicious and celebrated that the money that we spend on Shabbat and holidays does not come out of the money that is allocated to us each year. Here's the Gemara in Beta discussing this issue it comes from from one Rav Tachlifa, and he says, "Kol Mizonotov shel adam, all of the food or the money, the income that a person will have, ketsuvim lo me Rosh Hashanah v'ad yomakipurim. They are set. They are put in place. They are decided for a person between rosh Hashana." and Yom Kippur. There's a whole conversation about what happens between Rosh Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But, Rav Tachlifa adds an important caveat that the budget that is allocated to us for the year, the amount of income that we will have that is decided for us during that time, does not include chutz mehotsaat shabbatot v'hotsaat yom tov. It excludes Expenses for Shabbos and expenses for Yom Tov, and the Gemara goes on to add as well, the Talmud Torah and the money that it costs to finance one's children's Torah education. Okay, so a person is allocated a certain amount of money that they will have access to, or as income, in a particular year, and that's decided between Rosh Hashanah. And Yom Kippur. So say it has been decided that a person will have $100,000 of income. That does not include the amount of money that that person will spend on Shabbat and Yom Tov. So if that person decides to spend $200 every week on Shabbat plus another $200 for every Yom Tov and that amounts to something like $14,000 that does not come out of the money that was allocated to them. And they can assume that their budget does not have to account for that on some kind of spiritual level. And therefore Rav Tahlifa's message is don't worry about it. Go ahead, spend money on Shabbat and holidays, enjoy, buy delights, buy wonderful, delicious whitefish salads and pomegranates. Of course, It's a little tricky because we don't know how much money we've been granted at the beginning of the year. If you run an organization or a department of an organization, you are given numbers about an operational budget and you operate accordingly. Here, we don't know. We're in the dark. And yet, we're still told whatever it is, whatever that amount is, whatever that number is, Shabbat and Yom Tov, Shabbat and holidays are not a part of the budget and therefore Go ahead and have a good time. So why Shabbat and Yom Tov? Why specifically are we told to spend money, if not lavishly, at least appropriately for those days? And I have two answers to that question. One of them is that in a very simple way, those days are days that connote And point toward and acknowledge and are in the context of a higher authority. This is a time when people are thinking about and talking about matters of soul. And so it would seem to be good PR that people would associate matters of soul with joy, with pleasure, with abundance, with sweetness, with nourishment unlike other models and approaches that might want to associate days of soul with austerity with asceticism with going beyond or avoiding the pleasures of this world in order to focus on the divine there's a strong message here that we are encouraged to embellish and to beautify and to celebrate our moments of encounter with soul and with Hashem. And yes, that will include divrei Torah and speaking about holy things. And that will include song and that will include ritual. And it's also going to include Cholent and corned beef and maybe sushi. Our celebrations are full self experiences of the divine because the Jewish understanding of the divine is not simply something that is beyond this world, but rather something that infuses and includes the experiences of this world. And our approach to divinity and to matters of soul wants us to find soul in the physical acts of eating and drinking and pleasure, sleeping and lounging and enjoyment. So in a sense, God encouraging us to spend money on Shabbat and Yom Tov on these holidays represents PR on behalf of God to say, I want you to do this because I want people to understand the Jewish approach to aspiration and to holiness as one that includes our physical experiences as well. And that's so important to me, says God, that I'm not going to take it out of your budget that's going to be on me. In the words of Tosafot, alluding to another passage in the Talmud, borrow, use my credit card, says God. Borrow, I will be the guarantor of your loan to pay for these things, because I want that. For me, says God, I want that. I want people to make that association. The second reason I have for why this would be important is that Those days, Shabbat and Yom Tov, in addition to being days of rest, are days of growth. They're days of deepening, days of becoming more habituated to the additional and higher levels of soul that move into our lives and become adjacent to us and near to us on those special days. And that's hard to do. It's hard to incorporate additional levels of soul and additional levels of consciousness into oneself. There are natural resistances, as it were. And there's a way to make that more pleasant and more appealing, which is to, again, embellish this experience and to create joy and pleasure in the body, in the experience. I'm relaxing. I'm having fun. It's sweet. It's bringing out the best in me. It's calling me to a higher level of myself. And from there, I am more amenable and more interested and more open uh, to absorbing into to existing with those additional levels of soul that are available to me on those days. So these are priorities, I believe, in the Jewish approach to life. And therefore, we are encouraged to use our resources towards these priorities. We're encouraged to use our money, to spend our money, if not, certainly not recklessly. In fact, Rabbi Akiva points out that This does not mean that a person should make themselves dependent on the community in order to have these pleasures. He wants us to operate within our approximate lifestyle capacity, but within that, to use our money towards this priority, towards this kind of pleasure and this kind of experience, physical experience, as it were. Moving on to that second clause in the Talmud, which said that this is not just about Shabbat and Yom Tov, but also about the Torah education of our children that we are told that that, again, is such a high priority that it doesn't come out of our normal budget. Frankly, I'm not sure if sending your kids to an expensive Jewish pluralistic prep school qualifies as such. I hope it does. But either way, it is something that we are encouraged to look at open-handedly, as it were, to look at generously and to not get tripped up on the money of such a thing that when a person has the approximate capacity to invest in the Jewish and Torah education of their children, and they're looking at their budget that they should not make that decision based upon money concerns, Levad only. Rather, they should look at the priority of empowering their children and of building their children up and of giving their children the incredible gift of a Jewish education without concern or without unnecessary concern for finances. And there are other teachers and sages throughout our history who have added other vote onto that list. And in fact, some people even just say all vote are covered by that. All the concerns that we would have financially for vote to build a sukkah, to have a lulav and etrog, to get the nice matzah, to spend a little extra on the gift baskets that we send to our friends for Purim. All of these are ways in which we were encouraged to not look at the finances and we are supported in not looking at the finances and we were given a guideline for how to not look at the finances by being told, this is not on you, this is on me. So when you spend that money, it is, uh, even if you end up at the end of the year without, you know, X number of dollars in the bank, because you spent money on these things, you should know that the money you spent on those things does not affect the bottom line of what you're left with at the end of the year. So the Gemara does add an interesting addendum. It says, If you spent less than the allotted amount, less than the amount that you should have spent on those things, they take away that money at the end of the year. That money is something that will somehow come out of your bank account anyway. It's like your department was given a budget of a certain amount to spend on snacks for the meetings. And if you didn't spend that money, you don't get to spend it on books for the library. That money is taken out. It's put back into general operating. And says the Gemara of Mosifin loan. If you spent more, they're going to add more money into your budget. Add more money into your account in that way. I find this to be a beautiful message and an important one. Myself and I'm sure other people as well, I feel like this is kind of a concern among the Jewish people to have some kind of ambivalence or even guilt about spending money on ourselves and additionally to not think of spending money on holidays and as celebrations of soul as being an important priority this feels like an important message to us to encourage us to feel good about that and to approach that with again with an open and generous hand to think about these things as being worthwhile and of course it's not meant to come and detract from our giving in tzedakah That's a separate category. That's a separate category of the spiritual budget, as it were. In addition to that, we are encouraged to make these days into beautiful days in whatever ways that we can in order to celebrate, in order to ascend, in order to rise up and create something beautiful and create moments in this world that point towards something amazing, point towards something beautiful, similar to the way that the Mishkan, the traveling temple that the Israelites had in the wilderness was made of gold was almost entirely made of gold. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was shocking. It was meant to say that in places of divinity, in places of holiness, we don't want to be thrifty. We don't want it to be austere. We want it to be gorgeous so that it points towards something amazing beyond itself. So as you hear this, I hope that you're thinking for next Shabbos, maybe buying those Entenmann's cookies that you've been eyeing up, Maybe checking out that new flavor of uh, coconut ice cream that you've been wondering about. Maybe those uh, lamb chops that you've been uh, planning to get but haven't made the commitment on yet. Maybe that nice salmon that's uh, looking so good in the grocery store. Bazar Hashem will find ways to make our Shabbos and Yom Tov's beautiful. Bazar Hashem will find ways to provide our children and our community's children with a Jewish education that will truly, again, point towards divinity and towards soul and towards meaning in the world. And we will see it as important and even necessary to use the resources that we are so generously given in order to be able to build those things in the world. Thank you.